All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to our newest episode. Today, I'm going to talk about uh, Fantastic Beasts, Crimes of Grindelwald. Now, before we start, let me tell you that if at one point I may, if my voice or my talking seems weird, um, it's only because that I currently have a problem with my tongue that makes it really painful and I can't swish it around that much to talk. Basically, I can't even eat right now. So, without any further ado, let's talk about uh, Fantastic Beasts, Crimes of Grindelwald and why so many people have a problem with this new movie that they say that it destroys the continuity in... Um, the older, previous Harry Potter movies. Well, first off, let me say that I have watched the movie. I have watched it um, in a very special way. (laughs) And to be honest, I don't think the movie deserves this kind of hate. But however, I will still say that, yes, it deserves some bashing for destroying its own universe's continuity. However, as a whole, the movie is enjoyable. I think Grindelwald is enjoyable. He's a very serious character. He's a very uh, powerful character. And it makes me think like, wow, uh, how, how much better can this character even get? But then when I come to the things that matter, like story, then that's where I lose it. And I end up thinking, why did they do this? So, one of the first things that we're going to discuss is that um, this article is, of course, uh, courtesy of Insider. This is Insider.com. I'm just piggybacking on their list. I mean, I already have a list, but, you know, I'm just using this list so I won't forget. Uh, The first thing that I think was problematic was Newt using Accio. To retrieve his Niffler, which is not possible. If you remember, Accio, when it was introduced, it was introduced as means of getting an item. And this item could not be retrieved if it was a living thing. So, if you remember, in Harry Potter and Deathly Hollows, when they tried to retrieve uh, one of the items in uh, Gringotts's vaults since there was a horcrux and it had a living thing in there they couldn't retrieve it that easily they kept saying accu accu and they couldn't you can't even retrieve a human being like that like for example imagine snape saying accu potter and suddenly would just go there and say what do you want and say you are expelled so no you can't do that niffler is a living being you cannot accu that dude and that's what's problematic. Rowling, how did you forget? I mean, I don't know why, but this apparently she doesn't give a crap anymore. How did you forget? But this isn't even one of the biggest problems with this thing. When you make an unbreakable vow, it causes scars to form on your head. <laughs> Holy crap! Why? Why is this happening? During one of the scenes in the movie, 
you can actually see that when they form an unbreakable vow, uh, you see some scars. And who has these scars? It's when, you know, uh, Tina is trying to, you know, look for this uh, strange wizard who's apparently a bounty hunter called Yusuf Kama, I think. And <clears throat> this dude has scars, to which Newt says, huh, I think there's, uh, there's suggesting unbreakable vow. And I'm like, what? 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 It doesn't make any sense. Do you know why it doesn't make any sense that it's actually like that? I tell you how. The problem is that if Unbreakable Vow made a scar, then everyone would know about it. Everyone who looked at you was like, oh crap, did you make an Unbreakable Vow? And if you remember, Snape and Narcissum Malfoy actually made a pact in um, Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince. So, I'm thinking, like, if he made that kind of a vow back then, there should have been a scar on both of their hands, right? Or, okay, only on Snape's hand because he's the one who made the vow. But I'm thinking, like, why should there be? It's really terrible. It just lets everyone know that you made a vow. And... I don't know, it doesn't make any sense to me that it can actually do that. Now, to the biggie, Minerva McGonagall makes a cameo appearance. And I'm like, holy shit, what? It's even weirder now. Why? Why does she make an appearance? You know why many people have a problem with this? It's because back in the Harry Potter movie, in the fifth one, Minerva McGonagall, when she has a fight with... Uh, Umbridge, she says that she's been working for more than 34 years in Hogwarts and never has she hated someone more. I think this this was the line, but I'm sure she said 34 years, as I checked. But the problem is if it's 34 years. Dumbledore, we know, is more than 100 years. And at the time that he was teaching Newt and everyone else, it was a long time before McGonagall was even born. That's really creepy. Like, how is it that she's alive? And she's studying. So this would mean a couple of things, maybe. One, we were lied to about McGonagall's age. But I'm not sure that we were actually lied to or that Rowling was wrong. Because if that's the case, she just keeps retconning everything. And two, the other problem that poses this is that basically, if the timeline is this convoluted right now, this would... This would seriously put many other professors and their history in question as well. If Minerva McGonagall actually did um, attend Hogwarts at that age, this would mean she was much older. But at the same time, we're always told that she was born before... Sorry, uh, she was born after these events for Crimes of Grindelwald and anything like that. She wasn't... She, she wouldn't have been able to even attend school when she wasn't even born. She was born much later on. So, I don't <laughs> I just think it's stupid. Now, there is a thing people are saying that, well, her grandma was also named Minerva. Maybe it's that. Okay. We, we don't, I don't care that it was her grandma, like Minerva. But, there's a bigger problem. The family name, McGonagall, was from... Her dad was a muggle. So, no, it's not possible. I mean, 
no matter how you think about it, like saying, okay, which grandma was it anyway? Oh, just think about it. Is that possible? Because that grandma didn't have the family name McGonagall when she intended, unless Rowling is going out of her way to say that, well, it was her grandma. You see, the grandma from the father's side was also a, wizard, also a witch who attended this school and then forgot to tell her children. <laughs> I would be like, what? What? When did this happen? So, I don't think that's the case. And if Rowling does come out and say any of these things, she's just putting herself into hot water. I don't know why she opted to bring McGonagall into this. I mean, she's not even alive in the story. Why? Why? <laughs> McGonagall was born in 1935, according to the internet. The film is set in 1927. Even if we somehow say that's the grandma, it poses even a bigger problem. Like, in eight years, how did she have a grandchild? Doesn't make any sense, does it now? Unless they're telling me that McGonagall used that time-jumping uh, apparel that she gave to Hermione Granger and... Then, you know, she jumped back way in time to simply go to see Dumbledore. Bullshit. Next one. Little Lestrange's death suggests the end of her bloodline. But we have seen future members of the Lestrange family. Yes, we have. Anyone remember Bellatrix Lestrange? I mean, we know the Lestranges actually exist. There's many of them. They're connected to the Black family and they're pure-blooded whatever now we're being told that when Lita dies this family bloodline will die as well and I'm like does Rowling remember anything about Harry Potter <laughs> because it doesn't look like it is somebody posing as Rowling now hear me out during the movie, Grindelwald lies a lot. He's very persuasive. We know this. He pursues even Queenie to, her, to his side. Now, what if, at the end of the movie, when he tells Credence that you're Dumbledore, he's lying? Why would he be lying? few couple of things. First of all, Dumbledore is his very best friend, probably a lover, and... The problem here becomes that he made a blood pact with Dumbledore. The blood pact, which is something like an unbreakable vow, apparently, and can be also destroyed, unlike unbreakable vow, because if it can't, then how the hell are they going to have the amazing duel that they always wanted to have? And uh, to be honest, I'm sure that duel will end like, you know, Grindelwald thinking, Oh, I love this kid. So I'm going to lose. Oh! And we're going to be like, What? Dumbledore said I won because I had only one little knowledge more than you. Because we're both equal. So I think that's <laughs> what they're going to do. So um, that's the thing. Uh, I'm thinking like, you know, uh, that blood pact cannot currently be broken. So Grindelwald thinks that I cannot fight Dumbledore. If that is the case, he can use somebody else to do the dirty work for him. That's why he gives Credence a wand. Now think about it. Credence is very powerful. 
super powerful. If he were to actually tell him that, hey, you are Corvus Lestrange, he would be like, so? And they would like, okay, go kill Dumbledore. And he's like, no, I'm a Lestrange. But go and tell this dude that you are the youngest Dumbledore member. Would he be so angry to go and kill his brother? Maybe. But is he actually a Dumbledore? I think that he's not. I think that we're being tricked here. He's not actually a Dumbledore. They're playing with him. Because Dumbledore... Um, if Dumbledore had another secret brother, there would have been hints. But we never ever heard anything about it. So that's why I think that it's actually a lie by Grindelwald to manipulate this kid. There's no way there's another Dumbledore. Now, how do we know for sure? Aside from Credence being 18 years old and the last person to be able to give birth in the Dumbledore family, the mother, Kendra, died in 1899. There's no other way that Credence could have been born. Not unless, you know, we say Ariana gave birth. That's not even possible because she also died sooner. So, now what if the timeline was fudged? What if Credence doesn't know his actual age and birth date? So, he's just saying I'm 18. Maybe he's older. But that doesn't make any sense. Do you know why it doesn't make any sense? Because in the first movie, we see Grindelwald in disguise. He just keeps going back and forth visiting all of these kids. And he thinks that, you know, this obscural is within somebody else. So my thoughts are that if he kept going back and forth, I don't know how long he did this. Maybe years, I'm not sure, maybe less. He still would have noticed if this kid is older than 18. Everyone there would notice if he's older than 18. So I don't think that's the case. However, if he actually is a Dumbledore, this would make it crazy lazy writing. What the hell? But I think it's not even possible. He's Corvus Jr. and um, I just want to, you know, just want to see him being acknowledged as that. I mean, sure, the movie just plays around that fact and they just keep saying that. No, 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 that's not even possible. This is not the answer. But I think that is the answer. The reason that maybe that Bounty Hunter is following Credence to kill him is that maybe destroying the Lestrange family altogether. Now, a couple of things. If Lita Lestrange is actually dead, if Credence learns that he's actually Corvus Lestrange, then this means that Corvus will have a child and that he will go on to um, make the Lestrange family even stronger. But then this would mean that he somehow comes out of Grindelwald's influence and starts his own thing. It's a very different thing to do, by the way. So, I'm not sure if any of that is happening. Now, the other thing that is really weird, oof, very weird, is that when Albus Dumbledore goes in front of that mirror, if you remember from the first movie, if you're going to call it Sorcerer's Stone or Philosopher's Stones, I don't care, he says... In front of it, and he says that it shows what everyone wants to see from the deep of their heart. What they desire. Harry sees his family. Dumbledore claims he sings sucks, but he's actually seeing his family. And what happens is that um, when he goes there uh, in this movie, he sees Grindelwald. Okay, so far I'm with you, because let's say they were ex-lovers. So obviously he's going to see his lover's life. 
But then he sees a memory <laughs> that they're making blood pack. And I'm like, what? Get a beep out of here with this. What the hell? <laughs> Do you know why nobody liked that scene? Because it was a terrible exposition to explain blood pack. We know that this mirror does not show memories. There's an actual object for memories that you could use your one to bring out the memory and put there. So, Hello? Now, the problem is that this mirror isn't what it does. This isn't the same thing. It doesn't just go out to, I don't know, show you your memories. So, another big problem. Thank you, Rowling, for forgetting your own franchise. Why? Why did you forget? So... The other thing that is really terrible is that um, Grindelwald actually has a British accent. Throughout the movie, he has that. Now, why is this so concerning? It's because we know Grindelwald is not British. He attended another school that he got expelled from, and he met Albus Dumbledore after he got expelled. And the thing is that if this dude isn't... British? Why does he have a British accent? If you guys remember, Grindelwald actually had a cameo appearance in the Deathly Lose Part 1 when Voldemort was asking, where's the wand? Who's the user? And I'm not sure if he had any kind of accent, but it didn't feel like he was British to me anyway back then. Now, this time he's pure British. And it doesn't make any sense because he's not British. Now, one can argue, since he's such a crazy guy who can persuade people, he, adapt, he adopted this um, accent simply because he wanted to bring more people to his side. Simply because he thought that if he goes to the British accent, British people will rally up behind him because they will feel more comfortable. I'm not sure if that's the case. But whatever it is, I think that it's... Terrible decision again. Overall, this movie has a really terrible plot to speak of. It doesn't even have a good plot to speak of. I mean, all of these things destroyed the movie. A movie that I was so excited about, simply because it was Harry Potter again, it turned into a disappointment. Huge one. And I believe that this movie has a very difficult job of convincing us that we need three more of these in order to reach the fifth and final one. To be honest, if they go into the next one and say this is the last one, I I wouldn't be surprised and I wouldn't hate it. I mean, just come out and say that, okay, this is it. This is the story. This is uh, the final duel between these guys. And we're done. I'm out of here. He went. So, <laughs> I hope that they actually have three more good stories to um, tell us. Or just simply finish this with the next one. I don't know what you guys are going to show. I don't know how much you want to expand this. But the expansion you did in this movie was terrible. The first movie was actually enjoyable. I was excited to see Johnny Depp as Grindelwald. But this, this is like... Ugh. Anyhow, 
thank you for listening in. Uh, if you haven't seen uh, Crimes of Grindelwald, uh, I'm just going to say this. Go watch it simply because you at least watched it. You'd be like, hey, I'm a Harry Potter fan. I watched this thing. Two, I'm not saying this movie deserves support, but I think that you know the franchise does because I want to see the duel between Dumbledore and Grindelwald. So go watch it at least once to support this. Three, uh, if you want to make sure that we're not lying, like like you know everyone on YouTube and podcasts are lying about the movie, go watch it yourself. And four. Well, it's a Harry Potter movie. What's not to like? But, you know, this is, this is a very weak Harry Potter movie. I mean, terrible. Otherwise, go and watch it so that we can actually have a third one to see the end. And I actually hope the third one is the end. I'm, I'm hoping they don't go with the five movies kind of thing. This is not like Harry Potter. I mean, the lore is big enough to have five movies, but the way they're handling it, I don't want them to go this way, because it keeps getting worse. So, let's see what they can do with this. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for uh, listening to this um, thing. (laughs) Um, I hope I didn't dissuade you from watching this. I don't want anyone to be dissuaded from watching this. I want everyone to go and watch it simply to support this, so we can have more, but actually good quality ones, so uh, that's it, thank you guys for all of this, Uh, thank you for joining, and I hope you guys will have a great day, of course we also have another episode today, very good episode, (laughs) alright guys, see you guys very soon, I hope my tongue allows me to continue this today so that I can do this episode because I'm very excited about it. But if it doesn't, uh, we'll do it very soon. I mean, it's a pain that's keep, that it keeps getting worse and worse and worse. And it's like a knife running through your tongue. That's how bad it is. So I actually had it for some time. So... Pray for me. Thank you. Uh, I hope I can get well very soon so I can do more and more episodes. Currently with this situation, I can't do that much. Thank you very much. I'll see you guys very soon.